Welcome to the Digital Technopreneur Podcast, a place where entrepreneurs find their starts into building a business in a digital and technologically driven world. I have spent the past decade building a management consulting firm and learning from some of the most brilliant individuals around the world. This podcast will guide you through the early stages of your entrepreneurial journey from the lens of each entrepreneur guest we have on the show. My name is Patrick Olawa, and I am joined with my co-host, NDO, and welcome to the Digital Technopreneur Podcast. We have some international guests today. Super excited. This is, this is going to be different. We're going to keep it different all the time. We have Ryan and Heather. They are in the UK as we speak. Hello. Welcome uh, on our Thanksgiving weekend. You have no idea what Thanksgiving is. We appreciate that. So hello first to you guys, Ryan and Heather. How are things on the UK side? Uh, well, we're in lockdown, but we're good. How are you? We're good. We're great. I, well, I'm going to speak for myself. I'm great. Patrick, how are you doing over there? I'm, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. You know, <laughs> I, 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 um, I, in California, our lockdown went in effect again, um, a little bit more stronger. And uh, all the restaurants in California now, um, our, our governor just mentioned that um, starting tomorrow night, or I believe maybe tonight, they're completely, they have to shut down. So it's, it's, it's a totally you know, different, different world now that we're going back to March again. So it's, you know, mm-hmm. but I'm good. I'm good. I'm grateful. I've got health. Yes, exactly. They're locking down yeah. the studio like Diddy again. It's crazy. Um, but we got confidence through cabaret today. So that's our subject. Of course, you guys have probably never heard anything like this. We're going to hear from Ryan and Heather about what confidence through cabaret is all about. We're going to hear about where they're coming from, where they're going, their resources. They have such incredible stories. So I just want to say, hey, thanks again, Ryan and Heather, for just being a part of the show. We're so elated to have you guys here. And we're just we're hoping you guys can drop all the knowledge that we've kind of been talking about before. Um, so any 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 before we get started, please plug uh, your businesses, plug your emails, websites you guys have so people can, you know, look up the resources as we're talking about your stories, please. Yeah, so, um, so hello. Uh, so we, um, we have a Facebook community, which is under Confidence Through Cabaret community, which is very easy because, as you say, there aren't other, other sites like it. So it's very easy to find us with Confidence Through Cabaret community. Uh, and that's a really sort of supportive and uplifting and, and just a beautiful bunch of people yeah. who are there just looking to build uh confidence in their personal or their work or their or their stage life so that's probably the easiest place to find us and be in touch with us and we have a website coming soon which will be www.confidencethroughcabaret.com so it's all very confidence through cabaret anything confidence through cabaret and you'll find it you will find us it is, we yeah. are the same, same on Instagram, confidence through cabaret. Yes. Because yes. you guys you guys are the pioneers of this particular space. You know, yes. so this is this is something new and specific to you guys. So this is I'm excited about this because you guys are going to be starting a whole wave of people now learning about because one, I'll be very honest, I'm guilty and I'm sure some audience are gonna be asking that question, what is cabaret? But before we get there. I would say, you know, learning a little bit more in that space was kind of exciting. And from, uh, from all the conversations we've had, uh, it's, it's been fun to learn about it. So I am looking forward to this episode uh, very, very, very much so. Uh, but let, I mean, I'll pass it over, over to Andy, you know, to kind of 
take it, take it over. Just some, some simple questions. So people understand kind of where we're coming from before we go through this. What is cabaret? Um, kind of break down what that is and how you guys build, um, just the confidence through that. And then we'll kind of tap into, you know, all the fine and dime details. But first of all, let's just break down, you know, what's cabaret and kind of the classes that you guys do teach and what you guys perform. Okay. Do you want to do the what's cabaret? Sure. Yeah. Sure. So um, cabaret is uh, is quite a varied art form. Um, often people know it really well from things like drag, burlesque or vaudeville or stand-up comedy. So um, cabaret is, is multi-skilled. There's lots of different ways in which you can sort of enjoy it. Um, cabaret is often quite political. It's funny. It can be sad. It can be beautiful. It's any number of things. Um, I came through cabaret, um, wow, I started over 10 years ago as a touring artist with cabaret under the name of Dis, um, or Discharge as I used to be known. Um, and I have toured extensively all over the world um, and the interesting thing was that as a, I was a host majoritively, um, and that meant that I got to kind of almost kind of minister to the to the audience a lot of the time because my our theory is if I, if I have the time on stage to speak to people then I better have you know, I better use it for a good reason. So um, I would often talk about things like politics, and I would often talk about things that were quite sort of you know very pertinent to the world and going on at the time. But I started to kind of morph that and go into uh, talking more about things that were affecting me personally, you know, mental health issues, struggles with sexuality and gender and things like that. And the more I started to speak about those specific issues, the more people really responded in a way that was really quite, um, it was really quite amazing to be totally truthful. people started messaging me or coming to me after shows saying I never felt visible. I never thought that anyone would say these things. I didn't have the vocabulary and now I know all of this stuff. And we realized that as we kind of went into lockdown and my, my whole thing just kind of decimated, you know, the arts industry was just completely destroyed. Um, uh, I started talk, uh, talking with Heather who uh, um, I have been known, I've known for, you for quite a few years yes. at that point. Four years in January. Oh my God, that's right. Yeah. This is January. Oh my God. We used to do classes this, together. This coming January or the past January? This is coming. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Um, and we'd worked together on shows and had known each other as friends and colleagues for quite some time. And we were just kind of like, there's got to be a way of, of keeping this going in a way that, uh, and a way to, to keep reaching people. And I just spoke to Heather and Heather was like, I have the idea. <laughs> <laughs> so Heather, without further ado, what's cabaret for you? Um, kind of uh, before this got started, uh, actually, no. What's cabaret for you as far as uh, the business, what you guys are doing currently, and then we'll kind of tap into the origins and things like that. Okay, so we know we know cabaret um, as as Ryan's described it beautifully, um, but we we decided that we didn't want to run cabaret classes. I mean, there are cabaret classes, and we would absolutely encourage everybody to to do that. Mm. Um, just because it's very empowering and it's very, uh, it's, it's about taking up space. It's about finding your voice. It's about a lot of things, uh, as a, as kind of a personal journey. Um, and, and when I say personal, I mean, each person goes through their own journey with, with mm-hmm. cabaret. And it, I, I would say try a class in some sort of form of expression that's, that's using your body and, and, 
and, and finding that voice. Um, but what we decided was actually, because I was working in the corporate world as a, as a training consultant, and what we found was a lot of the things that we were using are very transferable. Mm-hmm. So when I said we didn't want to start running cabaret classes, what we want to do is, is just uh, use those tools of taking up space, of, of being able to see yourself and really be seen uh, using the tools of using your voice and, and really just kind of share that to inform how people are, are going about trying their best in their daily practice of being confident. All right. So you're coming from the corporate world, you know, how, how do we do full circle of coming from the corporate <laughs> world to, to cabaret for confidence? How do, how do we do that? Well, so I had my own uh, training consultancy for 24 years. And before that I was in the corporate world, uh, for working for corporations and, um, and and so all of my uh, work it was about interpersonal skills. So you know, communication, personal awareness, leadership, management, uh, team building, coaching, any of those kind of anything person to person or or mm-hmm. you know personal um, kind of uh, approaches. And mm-hmm. and and my world was also decimated because I used to run large corporate. Uh, you know, conferences all over. Um, and, and of course that can't happen in, in the same way anymore either. So, um, so, so I mean, did, was it affected because of the pandemic or yes. was it affected for, okay, gotcha. It was affected because of the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. hundred okay. percent because we couldn't, we couldn't have, we couldn't all be together. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and so the skills that we would use in business uh, around how we'd be heard, influence and persuasion, uh, the you know questioning, listening, those kind of skills that you'd use in, in so many facets of, of business, it's actually things that we can use within our confidence through cabaret building. Do you know, mm-hmm. it's all very transferable skills. If you're talking about people skills, which is which is what I'm always talking about, they're people skills, and we're people. Right. You know, and, and we don't have to be in a business to be able to use these things. Right. So creating our personal brand can extend from how I show up at work and how I, how I get my message across so that other people are listening to my expertise or how I'm influencing and persuading people in terms of work life, but also personal life, you know, that how, how we, how we communicate in our relationships is not different. They're transferable skills. Right. Just as in cabaret with movement and taking up space, we're, 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 there's transferable skills. Mm-hmm. You know, so, we want to be able to walk in somewhere where we've chosen to go when we can and, 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 you know, and really arrive and not feel like, mm, I'm not comfortable when I, I came to Cabaret, actually, from the corporate world, I'm running these big conferences all over the world, major corporations uh, that you'd have heard of. And, 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 and then all of a sudden, I was like, but I can't show up as myself so comfortably. No, um, no. And I woke up one day and went, I need to do a burlesque class. I didn't even know what burlesque was. Who introduced you? And, and, and did you just find it yourself? Or how were you... I didn't know what burlesque was. I had had watched a Gypsy Rose Lee movie when I was a little girl. That was probably my only exposure to it, and I had no—I didn't know what it was. But I woke up with the, with this this intention that said, I need to do a burlesque class, and I looked it up. I found a local place doing a, a taster. I went to my first class. I wanted to cry all the way through it. You wanted to cry. Well, why is that? Because because it's a very you know to take up. So I'm trying not to to push, right? But I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> you know that would happen. 
So, so but, I, but I didn't like to take up space. I mean, I couldn't in my work persona. Do you know, I, I create this character where I can show up as this very confident person and I can t- talk to people about business. But, but to take up space as a, as a person and, and, and particularly, you know, for some of us as we get older, we go through lots of different things. It makes us feel smaller and smaller and smaller. And a lot of my life experiences made me feel smaller and smaller. And I didn't know how to show up as me. Mm, as Heather. So you, you were know? kind of showing up to your consulting business as the character of, oh, yeah. of oh, what yeah. you were supposed to be. I had a, I had the wife character. I had the mother character. I had the the uh, corporate character. I had the personal character. You know, I could go to, to socially and I could I knew what my persona was there. And, it's and then all of a sudden, it's, it's a strange thing, but they were all very compartmentalized. But it's it's not it's not very different, I would say, because um, most entrepreneurs, well, some entrepreneurs are still able to to present themselves as themselves. Uh, for myself, very honest, because and I know we've we've had this conversation before. I am a social introvert, um, and as an introvert, I like to stay in my space. But when I'm in, you know, quote unquote, on the stage, then it's like, wait, who is that guy? Like. Yeah. That's not the same person I was talking to. I am a jokeful person in my own small circle. I am a quiet person in my own small circle. So the people in my very, very small circle, they know me as this person that is just, I'm always playful. I'm always very um, relaxed and having fun. And then on stage, it's like, I have this larger than life personality <laughs> when it comes out to the stage yeah. side, but it's, it's that. Yeah. You know, when you mentioned that that compartmentalization of how we get to put this, it's it truly happens that way. But I don't know if it's I don't know if every entrepreneur goes through that. But I went through that same scenario. I, I honestly, and I don't know if you had the same. I know you've always been like a strong person, um, you know, within yourself. But I don't know. Is, is so you say this is a <laughs> no? I mean, what Heather was saying was was dead on. Where you know, I was the thing was I, I was used to being in front of a crowd so much that people don't see me go home and not say a word for three days. So <laughs> I get to, I get to always, you know, we, I know I'd walk into a room and I know I have to, I have to put on almost like, like that, the mask or like the, uh, I literally, it's like, it's like me from me parking and walking inside the door. is like me getting ready for the show. And like everyone is, no one's here to see me. People are here for the show. And to be honest, it's because I'm very, I'm, I'm way more introverted than most people believe. But because like, I, I do this with a lot of my friends too, which is very different. It's like, oh, they're not here for silence. They're not here for silence. They want the song and dance. So you got to give them the song and dance. And it's just like, you know, I've, I've built, and I don't know if it's a good or bad thing because I enjoy being, you know, outgoing and jovial and all that good stuff. But I don't think people see the preparation I do to do this. And, uh, you know, that's so that's what I, I, I agree with you on, Heather. And um, continue. If you, I think you have something. No, no. I was just going to say, I, I, you, I, I know I know Ryan's going, yes, also an introvert. I, I'm, I'm actually a really true extrovert. Mm. And so what, that's awesome. Yeah. I have very few unexpressed thoughts. <laughs> Um, and if you join our community, you'll see lots of videos where I've said stuff. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we've done things without thinking. Yeah. So I, so it's interesting to me, you know, when you're when you're talking about that preparation, 
I also do that preparation. Mm -hmm. And you might not expect that from an expert because it just seems like I'm doing it off the cuff all the time. Mm -hmm. um, but I have done that preparation. And, and you know, when you get more experience, if you're, if you're in a, a world where you're, you're used to doing things like this with, you know, hosting lots of shows, mm -hmm. for me, you know, running conferences, which I've probably covered the topic before, then I don't need to think it through. It just, it just seems mm -hmm. to roll. But I right. put the, uh, the, the prep in at the beginning, even though I'm an extrovert and people would say, you have to come. We, it's so much more fun when you're there. So you always have to be on. And it, on, I on, 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 yes. Beautiful personas. But I, ne unlike you, where you go home and then you're really quiet for a few days, I never switched off. Mm. So I would come home from that. I'd go to a class. I'd go to Bolestio. I'd go to, I, you know, I was, I was moving all the time. And so when the pandemic hit, it was like, Oh, and in fact, I can remember talking to Ryan on the first day and went, this feels like three weeks. I'm not going to make it. And I'm sure that's, that's been a fresh, I've seen a, like a frustration. I was talking to a colleague of mine and uh, it was him and his wife. And he's like, the wife is going to kick me up because I'm just like, I need to go. I need to talk. I need to do this. Uh, my colleague's a teacher, um, but he's also a baseball coach. Uh, and his wife is, you know, his wife was used to having the time for herself. And now all of a sudden he's around all the time and she's like, go wait. <laughs> so, <laughs> so getting back to you, Ryan, let's talk about, I mean, you are, you are the cabaret master of the free world um, before you even started um, um, confidence with cap through cabaret. So kind of talk about, you know, um, the, all the, all the things you're doing. I heard you're doing Carnegie Hall and things like that. Like I'm, I'm kidding, but I'm no, no, but I heard you're doing big shows and things. So, so just talk about your story when it comes to, to cabaret. Yes. I mean, so, so cabaret has, it's been a really interesting journey for me. I started out, um, uh, very much working in the punk rock kind of club scene, um, working to create queer punk spaces in Bristol with some friends oh, wow. of mine. Um, and as I was doing that, um, I started to work with local burlesque performers. And then as that kind of evolved, I was already doing drag by this point. Um, I realized how much of our ethos emerged, you know what I mean? Like, right. uh, ardent feminists, oh my goodness. And, yes. you know, renegade strippers and people who wanted to, to be sex positive and, you know, live their lives really outwardly. And that was something I was like, yes, no, those are all of the things that I'm aligned with. So I ended up moving into burlesque as a host. Um, I started working with the fabulous Tuesday Laveau um, at Bristol Burlesque Festival and Future Crunch. Um, and then I kind of continued to expand and just keep going. And I've performed all over the UK now and all over, the U all over Europe and America. As I say, you know, I've performed in places like Staatssaal in Vienna, which is huge, huge, beautiful venues. Um, as well as like beautiful spaces in here in the UK and in London as well, you know. So it was a really interesting journey because I similarly am a complete introvert. I'm like, what do you like to call introvert extrovert? So the minute I'm on stage, I'm like, yes, let's do this, fierce, let's go. <laughs> the minute I'm off stage, I'm in my onesie and I'm going to the car. Ryan <laughs> <laughs> is gone. I'm there till six in the morning partying, and he's yeah. still he's gone. He's, he's been home in bed since eleven. I will be at home gripping. <laughs> so yeah, literally that's that was me, and I was kind of like as I kind of kept doing that, and I was you know touring really extensively, and you know doing lots of stuff. 
I realized along the way, oh, there's a problem because this is the one that's expected. And this mm. had become the only name I was known by. And this took over. So every part of my environment, every part of who I was became this. And I had nothing of me. I didn't know who I was, where I was, what I was doing. Um, and the pandemic hit and everything went, boom, there's no diss anymore. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it was a real process. And, it, you know, to be, I'll be perfectly bluntly honest, I was in the middle of a breakdown. I had a mental breakdown at the beginning of, of lockdown. And going through this and looking at the skills that I'd learned in that time and working with Heather as we were building a community, it was a really interesting thing to put myself back together and to realize that a lot of the skills that I'd learned in my time about, you know, doing things like we, one of our first courses was called uh, Create a Character Avatar or Persona. And it was all about, you know, how we can tap into creating images of confidence that we can then transfer into other areas of our life. So this I could tap into easily most of the time. You know, this is fierce, this is political, this is outspoken, this knows the answer, this is is ready. But Ryan was faltering. So I needed to figure out how to transfer that into, into the Ryan persona and rediscover who I was and what I wanted to do. And that's what Cabaret has helped me do. Cabaret has this unbelievable power and I've seen it happen so many times now. And this is why I've stuck with it for so many years. It's particularly why I've worked in burlesque for so many years. Um, because when you can reach out to an audience member and you can reflect something back to them that they know is, is their experience or is similar to their experience and they feel seen, right. that is the moment you can really start to help someone go, I am, I am here. I am just as worthy. And that was the whole point with, with Cabaret and Burlesque and Drag. And that's why we work together so well, because our whole belief system is based on the idea that we are told from such a young age that we shouldn't be able to do this. We shouldn't be able to do that. Our voices don't matter and that we are not worthy. And that is rubbish. We are worthy, our voices are important, our stories are important, and we will not be quiet. And that is what we want to help impart to other people. We want to give them the power and the confidence to turn around and say, I exist, I am here, I have feelings and desires, and they are worthy, and so am I. And that's the whole vision. That's uh, was that a big part of, I mean, if, I mean, go into this as much as you like, but as far as uh, the breakdown, was it the disc through... Uh, against Ryan kind of conflict that caused this breakdown or was this just life? To a degree, yes. I mean, like I had struggled with, uh, with clinical depression for a number of years. Um, and I knew things were, were going wrong. I was, you know, my work ethic was escalating. I was doing so much. I was trying to do, you know, as many things as possible, but I just couldn't focus anymore. And I started to lose sight of the things that, that were really important to me. So I was just, I was just lost. And then when I started to tap into the idea of there being another person that's actually me that needs to express other things, that needs to have other needs met, I was able to go through that and go, right, okay, I can own that and I can become and be the person I've always wanted to be. And also understand that much like Cabaret, as I often say when we're hosting and myself and Heather often say, Cabaret is a journey. 
when you go to a cabaret, the only thing that I say you should ever expect is to expect stories. <laughs> Whenever you go in, no matter what that person is doing, if they're telling a joke, if they're doing stand-up comedy, if they're doing poetry, if they're doing burlesque, no matter what it is, they are taking you on a journey. They are telling you their story. They are getting up on that stage. They're embracing their voice and their body. They're taking up that space and they're saying, I am here. This is my story. It's almost like you're, you're, you're giving a piece of yourself. Am I, am I correct with saying that? Yeah. Yeah. And do you know, do you know when I said to you, when I went to, to the taster class and I, mm-hmm. I was, I wanted to cry. It's that piece about, you know, really being seen. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, we were just doing things like body tracing and, and I, and it was my hand and my arm. It's not rational to be feel for that to feel emotional, but it, but it is because it's, it's really seeing it. It's like when you look in the mirror, when's the last time you really look in a mirror, you know, mm-hmm. and see yourself as opposed to, you know, the smudges on the mirror or the, you know, how your hair looks a day or whatever yeah, your deal yeah. is, you know, it's, but to really see that is, 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 is cathartic. Really. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it, it essentially helps you bring, I mean, would you say in, in a sense, cabaret brings out the, the inner self, it allows you to, to tap into your inner self, you know, in a, yeah. In, yeah. because yeah, we do create a lot of different personas and, and different avatars. And I'm going to talk about the avatar. We're going to talk about the avatar here late in a, in a bit as well, because that's something that you guys teach people about, but yeah. being able to do cabaret, is it something that pushes you, you know, like Ryan, you mentioned, and thank you by the way, for really sharing that, that, um, that personality, that your personal story there, as far as the the breakdown, because there's a lot of people that um, kind of went through that that scenario of um, having their their identity of who they are and who they project they are, kind of a scenario. Because I went through that process myself, being able to, you know, the the idea of me going away from the bigger stage that I was before, where I was always kind of being up on stage and having to transition into you know, now working with entrepreneurs and just kind of just being on a more personal level, there was a there was a personality shift that I felt like I was I needed to find myself again. You know, it's like I had this guy that was Patrick. Then I have this guy that's like Patrick. You know, so it's like I've lost my inner self, and so it took me a long time to like really be quiet from the world almost for about a year to just like. Let me get back to me. So I appreciate you sharing that that scenario. So you'd say cabaret does that for you. It brings that in, that internal. It allows you to touch back to yourself, essentially. It does, and it doesn't mean that you have to take up cabaret. Although we would love for you to support cabaret, yeah. of course, um, always. But we, but it, but we're we're talking about the tools, and that's why I said we we're not running classes in cabaret mm-hmm. as such. I mean, we could go that way, and we might one day. Yeah. But you know, if that, if that's what, what people need from us, but, but it's really more about, you know, how do we, how do we transform those tools into daily practice? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, how do we, how do we walk and, 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 and show up? How do we, how do we speak? Mm -hmm. How do we look at ourselves? Because this is the thing. It's like, it's, it's really interesting as we were kind of going through and, you know, looking at, at how, how the, ripple effects that cabaret actually has on on the world stage you'd be probably not surprised but sometimes yes maybe surprised by 
who has actually taken the, the, the tips and tricks from cabaret and used them to great success in their, in their careers. This could be anyone from, you know, David Bowie and Grace Jones to Tony Robbins, Dean Graziosi, you know, all of these people have, have employed that to any degree um, to, to, to kind of push their message out. They use those, those classic skills. And as, as Heather said, it's, you know, it's about taking up space and it's about being able to do things like, you know, as you say, body tracing. Body tracing is a brilliant one. Break down what body tracing is, uh, just so we kind of oh, super clear. We do this. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, cool. So with body tracing, what we're simply trying to do is just connect with our own bodies and, and take ourselves just into the moment of, of feeling it and just having the sensation and just letting ourselves be comfortable with that. So for instance, in burlesque, we would always like to kind of, we like to cap off a movement. We like to create a line. So we put, say for instance, our arm fully up and you'd extend it up above your head, for instance. And then on the opposite side, you take your other hand and then you would trace it just down the body and let it go wherever it needs to go. It's just all about feeling the sensation as it happens allowing that to happen and to just feel it because so much of our connection to our body and our mind gets shunted. It gets, you know, blocked. And if we take a moment to just take that moment and just be soft with ourselves and just to kind of feel something, we can give ourselves a little bit of a gift firstly by, by just being in tune with ourselves, but it also allows us just to take a moment and, and kind of, realign where we are you know we're back in touch with our bodies we're back in touch with our minds we know who we are we're centered we're there and it's a way of saying thank you to your body as well because it's it's powering you through all of the stuff that we do every day you know your body is is an amazing thing that requires that nourishment and that that can be through touch you know body tracing is a great way of doing that so with cabaret um you know, we talk a lot about accepting your body. Mm. It's it, uh, the beautiful thing about cabaret. First of all, when I went to that class, I was by far the oldest person there, which I don't usually notice, but I mm. did. Because because it's so raw and because, mm-hmm. you know, you're just like, mm. It's your body. It's it's now bodies, yes. <laughs> yeah. You know, but, but you'd find people of any shape and size, and it's about accepting our body. And maybe it's not how you want it to be. We just did a challenge and I was talking about I need to be stronger. And, and you know, and, and so, may, but but it's about appreciating how we are. Um, I, I Can I use an analogy? Um, it's honest. I feel like it's like you're no longer taking your body for granted. Is, does, that, yeah. does that make sense? Am I, am I close? Okay. That's it. So so you just mentioned that as well in the uh, in the in the in the chat as well. Just saying, it's like separating different personas um, from yourself. In that, mm-hmm. in that, that sense. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it's—I mean, what what was it like for you, Patrick? Because I know you yeah. just did the. Yeah, I know. I had to. I had to kind of uh, <laughs> give it a, a yeah. run through. I mean, it wasn't as uh in depth as I would like for it to imagine to be. But you know, it's still it was still the it's almost like you're hugging yourself. It's almost like you're getting a hug. 
right? Yeah. That's what that felt like as if I was getting a hug, but it was still my own hand. So that's what I was like. I was like, oh, that's weird. Uh, <laughs> and it will feel different if you use your if you use your non-dominant hand. So I'm left-handed. If you use your non-dominant hand, that will feel different than if you use your dominant hand as well. You know, mm. and and if you move to music, just just using your non-dominant hand to just kind of you know just feel how yeah. you feel, then then it'll feel different. Mm -hmm. Which is which is a very interesting kind of exploration of that. Mm. And what I did want to say, um, you know, with these compartmental, uh, uh, these, mm. these different personas and things, and, and certainly we can come mm. back to the, the avatars and so on. I had uh, a, a lot of different life experiences in the last 18 months. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm happy to, to share those as well, which, but I don't want to jump on Andy's toes with the questions. Uh, but, but it was a leveler, like literally all of my personas or roles disappeared almost around the same time so i mean so, talk about those personas and roles that you had to I, feel like you uh, had to eradicate yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I was a full-time carer for because my husband had early onset of alzheimer's oh wow uh okay. so we, i knew who i was in that way i had i had three businesses and i'd scaled it all down to to being sole trader and 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 just doing like you know uh offering my my own kind of self-employed services um so, so I, I had the, the business world still a little bit. Um, I was also a wife. Uh, I was also a mother. My children and then empty nested uh, last year, uh, like kind of all at the same time. I have four children. They just kind of disappeared. <laughs> and then, uh, which, is, which, was, which was supposed to be a good thing. I was, I was ready for that. Uh, and, and, and so, and then I, I uh, had also been through breast cancer. So I had lots of different stuff going on. Oh, boy. And so, and so, what happened though over the over the last eighteen months it was not only my children left. One of them came back because of the pandemic, and he got stuck here because he was living in Canada and he had to go back here. Uh, but 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 my husband also died, um, and my uh, uh, so my carer role ended, my wife role ended, my kind of full time mother role was gone, my business was gone because pandemic. So so uh, all of a sudden, all these beautiful roles that I'd created. Mm. is here leveled and that's when i kind of went oh now what do i do right. <laughs> and that's where cabaret is like i need to find me and that's this is the the journey that that ryan and i have have both been on is that you know finding ourselves and what does that really mean yeah. and then how do we how do we show up for other people now having having been through these things and still still working our way through them yeah but how how do we how do we help other people? And, and, you know, we're both in some way, shape or form teachers. I never, I never yeah, say yeah. teachers. I never say I teachers because like, I don't consider myself. We, we're not teachers. I know, but, but it, but it's a word that resonates. I, mm. I, I just think there's such a huge difference between teaching and learning. So mm. I never like to be the teacher because that implies that I know more than anybody else. And I don't, mm. but, uh, but it, but it is a kind of a, how can we share our journey so that other people can embrace that. And we have performers in our community who want, who want to develop things in their personal life because that's all changed uh, or, mm. or, or in their work life because they now have a corporate role or, or people in the corporate world that want to, you know, get onto stage or, you know, so we have like, there's a mix of, of people and what they're working on, which is kind of why we developed these three lifelines. Mm. And, and we looked at to try to support and uplift in all of those areas so that we, we can kind of, break down because I don't think there's anything wrong with having these, these silos or these little personas yeah. of ourselves. But what I didn't do is I, like I made them airtight. 
right? So they were all really solid. Yeah. And then I didn't allow any kind of flow between them. Do you know there was no You're almost like a politician them. for your own uh, your own offices. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Like you put on you are the secretary of state for or whatever you guys like to sit it, you know, for every three branches of your own, you know, personality kind of deal. It's kind of what I'm hearing. Yeah. Yeah. And so what we're trying to do is kind of create this connection of kind of, you know, if you can show up on stage, then you can show up in your personal life. How how can we transfer those skills and how can we develop those and help you see that, you know, you can be seen. It might feel different, but it's, but it's the same thing, you know, and getting, getting over the mental. The question now would be, then how do you have the, which character would then be the dominant character then? You know, is it is it yourself? Is it the stage? Is it, you know, which, how do you, how do you essentially make yourself the dominant character in this scenario? As, a, as an individual, an entrepreneur, uh, just as a person, really, how do you, how do you center that? Well, or, or do you, or should you? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, this is the thing. What we... Uh, try to, to to show people with this is that there isn't one necessarily dominant specific persona that you are all of those voices at all of those times you just access them differently and we're taught to access them differently because of the way we are conditioned to see the situation um, so a lot of the stuff that we do revolves around using these skills say for instance from cabaret as our, as our dominant thing to, to get people to, to see that those partitions, those, those fragments of, of persona are all really one cohesive whole. And it's mm. just about marrying those things and knowing how to express them at the right point. So that's, that's the real goal of it, is to, to show people that it's not about which version of you is best. The only version of you that matters is you. Mm. And it's just how you choose to express it in that moment. I could be and you know be in my 7,000 foot high heels and I'll be in my beehive wig with my most severe paint and I can be my most severe and fierce and political and aggressive and wonderfully weird self mm. but I can also be Ryan and be all of those things I don't need to have you know uh, the, the 900 metric tons worth of makeup applied to my face to do it or 17 wigs glued and 500 lashes you know yeah. i don't need it i can be that person regardless and that's the, that's what we're trying to show people that's so my biggest question um just for any of you guys is you guys keep saying you don't teach cabaret so so what do you teach <laughs> what what are you guys I, we got the touch thing going but I, i'm very uh, i just want to be clarified about what you guys teach yeah. Well, okay. Okay, so, you can go. Um, so basically, the, the tools that we take from Cabaret are things that we've both learned along the way from that kind of are, again, transferable. But what Cabaret teaches you and the way in which we employ that is by looking at things through the through an artist's lens. So often one of the ways we'll do it is we'll sort of say, right, okay, well, how, for instance, do, do I as dis get from here to the stage how do i say create an act how do i create my version of myself for this particular process so this is what we were talking about with the character avatar and persona was sort of a challenge that we did so basically what we were doing there is breaking that role down and going okay 
So how could we do this same process, but then apply that to someone, say, for instance, who's, say, for instance, you're, you're working high pressure business job, you, you're working in an office, you are constantly passed over in every meeting. There's always that one person who speaks louder or just has some stupid advantage because they know the right person or whatever, mm. you know, we've all been in that situation. Mm. And we need to figure out how to make our voice the one that gets carried through and make sure that people go, my ideas are worth listening to. So the way in which we did that was we said, okay, well, let's look at how I do that as a drag performer. So I would do that not just with projection because anybody can shout, but I have to learn how to be comfortable in my voice and in my skin and in my presence and how I put myself forward. So with cabaret, one of the, and especially in burlesque and in drag, what we often do is things like mirror work. So we'll take mirror work, for instance, which is as simple as it sounds, you know, staring into that mirror and just kind of figuring things out. So that could be, you know, starting off with centering and breathing, just taking a moment to get your thoughts gathered to, to ground yourself in your body. The next thing could be, as we say, body tracing. We could be looking at ourselves and just saying, right, okay, let's explore and get in touch with ourselves, understand where we are. This is a foundational thing mm -hmm. for burlesque. Um, you know, you have to be able to be comfortable in your body to be able to exude the passion and the, the drama or whatever it is you're putting across on that stage. Because if you're not honest in that intention, it doesn't come through. Mm -hmm. And so this is the thing we then push those, those qualities further and we open them up in different ways because there's so many different ways in which cabaret can then be, be sort of used to bolster up those different techniques. Mm -hmm. And that's what, like, as, you know, speaking to Heather and knowing Heather, who, who's done pieces before herself and has choreographed work and, you know, has, you know, a wealth of experience within the corporates so of training sector, as we're talking about all the different things that we've done, we're like, oh, Cabaret and these things have actually been influencing each other for years. Mm. So what we're doing is using that that amazing flair and the passion and power that comes from cabaret because the ultimate message is A, story, and B, passion and honesty. That is the big thing with cabaret. You want to go and see something. You want to see the most amazing thing you've ever seen in the world. You want to turn up. You want to go and see something. It's a light show. You want to go and see something that makes you feel amazing, feels wild feels sad feels anything you want to feel you want to know that journey and that's what we're imparting to people is getting them to embrace that journey through those skills and show up in their most confident way nice wow if you, <laughs> if, if, you, if, you if you wanted to put that back into a business context mm -hmm. it's not a lot different lots of us have been through presentation skills training for example uh, you know, it's not a lot different to what you'd be talking about. Mm. You know, if you don't believe it, if you don't know it and you're not comfortable with your message, it will come across, yeah. you know? So these are, these are not different things than what I was, uh, you know, teaching people in, in or uh, training people on in, in corporate world, you know, um, same with, uh, you know, just, just even be able to present your idea at a meeting, you know, that, that, you know, if you look confident with it, if you really have conviction behind it, people will get it. That's how we're influencing and persuading. That's, you know, so, so it, a lot of the skills, you know, people will have come across. We're just putting it across in a, in a way that's about creative and play. And so to answer your question about, you know, what are we teaching people is, is, is those kind of skills and how to connect with what skills they already have or know. 
and and we 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 run challenges. We've run two. We we've been two months and three yes. days now. Oh my god, running. <laughs> so um, so we so we um, we've done two challenges in that time. Um, and we played with with lots of different ways. One of them was about you know your passion project and you know committing to your passion project and you know really finding that thing that gets you you know in, in feeling how you want to feel. And we went through how you engage in that, how you commit to that, how you plan for that. You know what will you need for that? How can you find out? All of those kind of things that you would expect probably to find out find if we were doing a business course. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. But but with Cabaret, we get to be more playful and artistic, artistic and creative. And sorry, Patrick. No, no. I was just going to say, how do how do people find out about the um, getting involved with the challenge in, in itself? I know is it is it active right now, or is it something that's going to be starting back again? Because yeah. if you're teaching, you know, the idea. Because I, I, Ryan, I love the explanation and how you just describe that. Because it's now I understand. You teach confidence. <laughs> it makes sense. It makes total sense. So how do people get in touch with like the challenge that you have? And because I, I'd imagine that takes a little bit of time to really get someone to push through, you know, from their, from that inner self and learn how to now on instance, just kind of tap into themselves back again. Uh, when do you guys, are you guys going to have another class anytime soon or when yeah. you do that? Yeah, so we we have in the in the in our Confidence Recovery Facebook community, we have uh, the challenges are all in the units, so you can go back and you can watch all of the videos. And we lived the all caps challenge, which was about character, avatar, personas. Um, we lived it. So we 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 talked through a, a, it was five days. And we talked through each day, and then we we gave exercises in a in a workbook. Uh, for people to do and then we went live and did those videos and yeah. we did our exercises on facebook live we walked through the fire with you yeah. that's the point some of it wasn't pretty but we did it we did it that's <laughs> fine show up to work with it that's yeah. the thing and then we would talk about what we found and we would you know have comments and share, share things what did you find in this mm-hmm. i found this and you know 30 seconds in a mirror is way too long for me right now yeah. okay well i you know I, I did 20 that worked for me you know and um so those are all still in the and the units so people can access them and in fact people are coming into the community uh, we've got a couple of people working through it right now, yeah. actually, that, yeah. that are awesome. like, I just found video two. It's really cool. Yeah. You know, and it's cool because then other people go, yeah, I loved that challenge. So, um, and then we, and then the same with our, our passion project. Um, we, that's also in the units. Um, so you can see that we did the six veils. Yes. Um, uh, so that was fun. That was amazing. Um, and then, and we each again, we had our own project that we were working on and we talked about how we were progressing each day. Yeah. Uh, first day I failed miserably so we talked about that did you know but but we so it was very real so we yeah. go through it um, and then on the 12th to the 23rd of yes. December we have the seasonal survival series mm-hmm. which is our sort of as it comes towards the end of the year obviously there's a lot of pressure put onto people during that time and we wanted to do something that was kind of like gift the, you know give the gift of confidence to yourself this year yeah. like this is this is a time especially at the moment when so many of us are you know there's so many different lockdown scenarios going on and there's so many different ways in which people are kind of restricted and all this stuff this is a time where we're sort of saying right okay there's a lot of pressure on you right now give yourself some time because this is when you're going to need it you know you need that you deserve it more than anything else to to have some moment to reflect and to to be secure and strong in yourself so that's when we're that's the next time we're running yes well we wouldn't be the dt 
Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my bad. Yeah. I, I was just saying, we wouldn't be the DT podcast without kind of breaking down, hey, what was your process to get this class started during the pandemic? How'd you guys, what did you guys form as far as what are you guys using resource-wise? How'd you get the, the word out? We just want to hear about you guys' process and resources to help out those who also kind of started during this uh, pandemic as well. Sure. Okay. So, well, first of all, it's worth me saying that it took me five months to convince Ryan. To do this. <laughs> and that's going to happen, right? <laughs> because, well, pardon me, because what Ryan was going through and partly also because Ryan was coming from a, from a cabaret and artist world. And he was like, what are you talking about? Like, why are we going to have a business site? This makes no sense. Um, and we will be launching a, a, a full um, a, a website with masterclasses, we have uh, 11 so far people who are doing master classes yes. for us. Yeah. Everything from voice work to body work to personal branding to uh, how we use food to yeah. all kinds of different things that, that relate to our whole kind of sense of, yeah. of self. Um, so we'll have those on the website and that will become a member site. Um, it's so it's how we're turning it into well. a, a business. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Yeah, it's, uh, it's Yeah. So that's how we'll, we will turn this into a business. Right now, it's our passion project, and, and we're building up a community. We started from zero yeah. email list because I didn't want to go into my kind of corporate world and, yeah. and, and you know, ignite it that way. And, and, and I didn't and, want to do the same with this because it was just like I'm yeah. just trying to hide the very same <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah and we and we just wanted it we wanted it to be like something that was organic that we grew mm -hmm. instead of we kind of started with this advantage and you know yeah. brought that in yeah um and so another one of us had really done an online like solely no. online business before so no, it's yeah. very tricky yeah it's uh, a whole purpose <laughs> but so we so we started with zero email list and we started with zero followers. Yeah. And we started, and we we asked a few of our friends, yeah. and lots of them said yeah later. Yeah. <laughs> but lots of them did help us yeah. and join, and were lovely. And then have become really active participants, and people who've been really like engaged with the material as yeah. well. So it's like the thing is, we I think we knew that um, because the message that the thing is, we say often, you know, what focus goes, energy flows. And we knew that we had something there that we believed in and that we had the conviction for it. So really- Can you say that one more time? When focus what? Where focus goes, energy flows. Oh, that's awesome. And it's true because if you set your intentions and if you sit there and you go, okay, right, look, we've got a really good idea here. This is, this is literally something that we absolutely feel passionate about. It's about helping people. It's about, you know, creating a space where there's so many different options of, of how you, you can learn and what you can learn as i said i mean heather covered the you know any number of the speakers that we've got but literally you know everything from brand identity personal voice and when i say personal voice i literally mean like the mechanics of voice how to, mm. project, how mm -hmm. to get your, your you know your style across and things like that to somatic sexual healing and stuff like that so we're really working with a, a really interesting broad range of voices and we want to be able to bring that to people in a space where they know that they're going to be able to get quality and they know they're going to be able to see something that is kind of like oh my god i didn't know this i didn't know i could do this or even if they did think they could before now they know they can do it we want to just build that confidence up. and with that with that said because you guys are you know you're, you're showing that that introductory process where you're you're actually converting now a passion project to a business um, so this yes. is this is absolutely perfect with 
uh, audience because our audience are they're, they're new entrepreneurs getting started on the journey. And some of them are just like, yeah, I don't know if I'm really cut out to do this. Even, even myself, I had a freak out moment before I decided to start a podcast. And even though I've done business for years, it's just the idea of going into it. Sometimes you, you overpsych yourself. So how do you guys get past the imposter syndrome um, of now <laughs> and then just go through and like, you know what? This is a passion. This is a business now. Yeah. It is. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> we, just, we just, we just started our imposter course. Yeah. Uh, Beat your imposter, um, which, <laughs> yeah, which we're just delving into. And I, yeah. I, I, I'd say that, um, I mean, we all have some form of imposter syndrome. It's some part of our life. Yeah. Um, I didn't know I had it until lockdown, actually, until I had to get quiet. And then I went, oh, I didn't. I didn't get. I intellectually understood it because I, I I have a, a background in psychology, and I was like, yeah, I know what this is, but I didn't get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and then you start going, okay, that was always there, and there were lots of little clues, and 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 I think most, if not all, of us have mm-hmm. something in in some form, way, shape, or form of, of imposter, mm-hmm. or in some part of our life, maybe. Um, but what, what, so what's getting us through it? So we joined a load of communities because we, we chose one uh, social media platform, which is Facebook, mm-hmm. uh, and we're focusing on that. So we have uh, Twitter and Instagram, yeah. and, and, and we even have YouTube channel and yeah. Vimeo. But we, yeah. but we, we focus on uh, Facebook. That's where we housed our community. That's where we feel that we have the, the best access to people. Yeah. We dove into loads of uh, communities and groups. We got to know people in there. We found out what other people were doing. We took their challenges. We ordered their PDFs. We just looked at what was going on. And then we, some of it we went, nah, this doesn't fit us. And some of it we went, okay, we need our version of what mm-hmm. these kind of products are. So we, we did a 40-page PDF on, from the All Caps Challenge. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, it was kind of, but this was our pdf and and we'll do the same with webinars and things you know so so that there'll be there'll be our own product but we had to learn how to what what needed to be done and how to do it uh we also there's loads of free master classes from real masters you know on online and and you'll you'll know you know the the, the usual suspects um and if you don't you can find them really fast um, <laughs> <laughs> but you know so so we so we watched some of their free stuff uh we set up a sort of a spam email account so that we could you know because you get spammed from those you know you get you get loads yeah, of emails with them yeah <laughs> yeah so so we and then we and then we did everything with a gmail account until very recently yeah. uh and then we bought our domain account. name which was like nothing yeah, yeah. You know, i don't know less than twenty dollars yeah uh, and then and then we bought our uh, we bought our, our emails uh to go with that so we've only just started to do those things but we did everything with gmail we did everything with facebook we set up our own facebook account uh as as heather and ryan because yeah. we were using our own kind of uh, cabaret personas yeah. before that online so so we really did start with nothing and then uh, and then we developed our own group or what we call our community and we and and so people um enter in through there and that's how we get to know them yeah so and now we're we're bringing people in to do things like guest speeches you know we've got um as i say we've got fahim coming in uh fahim taj is going to come in from limelight podcast to discuss things with us um and do a sort of discussion about voice and that's going to be on uh wednesday 25th tomorrow yeah 20, yeah, 25th yeah. Um, and you know, we're, we're doing things like that. We're working with lots of new people. Um, 
Yeah, it's, it's a really interesting way of, of just of collaboratively producing things. Yeah, we just asked a lot of people, mm. like, who would like to do a masterclass for us? Who would like us to speak on their podcast? Yeah. That's Selena. Yeah. And you guys are going to come back and do yes. ours. Absolutely. And it's great that you're bringing this up because uh, the idea sometimes when people think about getting past imposter syndrome, sometimes you think you have to do something grandiose to be able to mm-hmm. push past that. And it, it's amazing that you mentioned it's you really just ask for help. Yes. <laughs> That's my imposter syndrome symptom. Yeah. I don't I don't like to ask for help and I don't even like to accept it if it's offered. <laughs> That's a big deal for me. <laughs> so having to go online and go, please help me, I don't understand. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I, I have the same pride that I, I push myself through to um, because of the expectations of how I grew up, my childhood and things like that. And and so just I've been doing it independently for so long. So now it's like I have to ask for help. It just feels odd to do that. And it's just like, how do I get past that knowledge, that mindset um, of it? But yeah. you know, similar to you guys, it's, it's being able to just jump into other people's challenges. And um, I hopped into the Tony Robbins challenge uh, back in June. And you know, I was like, you know what? Screw it. Just do it. That's a, it's another person's line there. Um, and I just like, you know what? I'll just, I'll just ask for help. When I need help, I would stop being this guy that knows it all and just ask for help. You know, when I need help to be able to move things forward. And that helped me push past that imposter syndrome because now I'm not always the expert. I have other experts to reach out to, you know, so yeah. it, it helps. Exactly. It, it helps gets me. easier. Yeah. yeah. It really gets easier. It yeah. really does. Do you know, so, and I think, you know, pe- people keep, people always say to me with all the stuff that, that went on in, in my last 18 months or so, people keep saying, oh, you're so strong. And that kind of annoys me. Mm. Because I'm here in the UK, I'm Canadian, I'm, I'm living here, I don't have family here. Um, and, 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 and then when my, when my husband passed, I was kind of like, what, what am I, like, I, I, don't, I, I can't accept help. I can't ask for help. People kept saying, oh, you're so strong, you'll be fine. And I, I felt like I'm not strong, I just don't have other options. Yeah. You know, like it, it's not, it's, it, it's really easy to say, oh, that's easy for you because you have family, or that's easy for you because you have money, or that's easy for you because you know you went on the you yeah. could go on the Tony Robbins thing. I can't do that, or it's easy for you because you know how to use Facebook. I didn't know how to use Facebook. Ask Ryan. I'm constantly deleting stuff, and then he goes, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. It's always a great question. <laughs> I did something. <laughs> it was 3 a.m. Okay, I got it. All right. Okay. Okay, so I might have invited everybody to our community. <laughs> It happens. It happens. I mean, like as we said on a lot of uh, a lot of other um, episodes, as part of being an entrepreneur, even a technical entrepreneur during these times, is part of it's being the facilitator. Being a facilitator is one of the biggest things you can bring to the table uh, to make your business and the people around you more successful. So what you're doing is right along the lines of a lot of what a lot of people, myself, I I think one of my biggest strengths is is facilitation. Um, and a lot of people, I get a lot of credit for just making phone calls and contact and you have no idea how long that, 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 that path goes. And like, I only do this, but what you in fact do is all of these different layers that help Mm -hmm. other people get to where they're pointing. So this is the thing. It's like you say, I only do this, but what you in fact do is enable a whole series of voices. 
Exactly. So it's actually, it's a really important role and it's a really, you know, it's one that is integral to loads of people's, you know, to loads of people's livelihoods, to their business, to, to yeah. what they're doing right now. So you're enabling a huge amount of, of stuff to happen. That's a really important thing to, to, to recognize. Mm. And that's one of the things that we talk about as well. It's like, as we're going through things, it's like the language that we use to talk about ourselves is mm-hmm. really interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, so as a host, I can't, can you imagine me, yeah. right? Imagine me walking out on stage, bewigged, you know, huge headdresses on, uh, you know, I'm 7,000 feet tall, again, as I say, and I come out and I go, and now, Janet, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> intro, right? I'm not going to introduce somebody like that. I'm going to find out about their act. I'm going to know what their costume is. I'm going to know what the performance is. I'm going to go into it and I'm going to weave a story. I'm going to tell them, you know, that they, you know, if someone's wearing and you're doing a classic burlesque routine, for instance, they're wearing a, a, a classic bustier kind of combo. It's rhinestone to, to the hilt, you know, and they're saying, I'm doing classic bump and grind. I'm like, they're like, do what you can do. And I'm like, great, here we go. So I'm going to go out onto that stage and I'm going to tell them all of the different things that make up that, that performance and that person, right? I'm going to tell them about how beautiful that, that image is. I'm going to take them back to the time frame. We're going to talk about golden era burlesque, about the 50s and 60s. We're going to talk about the Moulin Rouge. We're going to talk about, you know, the amazing brilliance and beauty of this incredible, splendid creature. She shines like a diamond. Here is Janet, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. If, if I then turn around and say to myself before I go on, and here's this guy doing this thing, and there he is. I've told myself that I'm not supposed to be on that stage. I've created my own imposter, and I've fed into it. So one of the things that we do is sit there and look at how that's how that's happening and say to yourself, you know, how would you introduce yourself if you were doing that? You wouldn't say, I'm just, you know, oh, here's this guy, he's coming along to sing, and that's it. You know, you're going to be like, he's amazing. He's got this beautiful voice. Go out. You know, you're going to give them everything. Right. So yeah. One of the things with, with imposter syndrome, for instance, is learning where we're putting ourselves down and identifying those moments and identifying the language that we're using to surround ourselves. Because we need to take that power back again. You know, it's all about taking that power back from, you know, perceived uh, ideas of who we are supposed to be at any given point to every different person. Wow, oh, man. Well, Ryan and Heather, please, please plug your information again so everyone can uh, take a look at your stuff, plug your Facebook, emails, however they can reach you. Please do that again so people can, hey, we always say support the people that support us. So please give them, uh, please give them your information. Oh, well, so you can find us at www.confidencedupecabaret.com, which launches fully in about a month. 24th of December. 24th of December. It's our Christmas present. Oh, my God, that's right. Awesome. Uh, we also have uh, the Facebook Confidence Duke Cabaret community. We're on Facebook as Confidence Duke Cabaret as well, and on Instagram and Twitter as well. Uh, on Twitter, we are your body, your world, your stage, which is our classic way of... Uh, Say that again? Your body, your world, your stage? Is that correct? Okay, okay. Okay, I just wanted to be clear about that. Please, if you if you if you if you want to join the community, get involved, find out more, then Confidence Recovery Community on Facebook is so easy to just join us, and it's all free, and we just celebrate. Yeah, do it. It, There's a whole there there is nothing to lose, only something wonderful to gain. Wow, we appreciate 
we appreciate you guys so much for being on here. Uh, you know, on our, our Facebook lives, you, you guys have been one of the one of our best guests so far. Uh, it was so great. <laughs> and hey, if you guys have questions on the DT podcast, if you guys want more information, please hit us up on our community. We'll definitely reach out and make the connection happen. These guys are some special guests, and we know they bring some special tools. So please uh, feel free if you have more questions. If you guys watch the live or you guys watch in a couple of days, by all means, make the connection happen. If it'll help you, if it'll help your friend, you don't know if you might be saving a life as well. You have no idea how deep people are in their own, uh, in their own head sometimes. And that gets a little crazy and that can be a really lonely situation. So Heather, Ryan, I want to say thank you guys both, of course, for being here with us. I mean, this this has been amazing. Andy is absolutely correct. This is one of our best episodes that we've had. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm excited to to have more conversations with you guys. You know, of course, I will be having more conversations. But, you know, moving on forward, yeah. <laughs> but, like, definitely, we appreciate you guys um, as well. Uh, so from myself, uh, it's been a pleasure being able to be here with you guys. Uh, myself, Andy. Heather, Ryan, we all say thank you to all of you guys that joined us um, as well, live as well. We appreciate you guys.